Well, welcome back to the uh, interview series that we're having here with um, the gentleman from um, Zeiss. Uh, both uh, Stefan and Regis have given us some really good background in terms of the approach that they've taken uh, to data quality program and, um, and to some of the architectural issues that are key to making a successful um, efforts around data quality in, in, in the organization. And we've discussed, you know, how going in for a specific project has merit, but then also how you actually work yourself up to a point where you are starting to address things at a more enterprise level. Um, so, so that's an interesting take on the approach as well. So, so now as we get into segment three, the key that we want to think about is what of the future? Uh, where are we going uh, in, in the future in terms of data quality and data literacy? And, uh, and Stefan, maybe you could kick off uh, that one for us. Well, at the moment, I think data quality is still uh, sort of a something uh, special, extra, often like uh, has requires an extra thought. And I'm quite hopeful that in the future, data quality will become a much more common and normal part of data and metadata. I also think that uh, data quality uh, must become much more automated and also be applied to the data all along the data lifecycle. Uh, that is what we then call data observability. Uh, so this will become uh, an integral part, uh, at least I hope, in the future of data quality. Uh, but to make this happen, uh, uh, artificial intelligence will play a very important role for automating uh, all these uh, aspects of data quality. Uh, for example, uh, automatically generating data quality rules or finding anomalies and so on. And so, but maybe uh, to make this really good and uh, so that we can rely on this, uh, this part, uh, I think we have to make sure that uh, the AI really understands our data very well and that there's a close connection uh, between data quality and the semantics of the data. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so Stefan was just telling about the importance of having data quality metrics available in the metadata. And I, I would add to this that it's also important to measure the quality of this metadata. So the intrinsic data quality of your data set might be fantastic, but it's of little value if it can't be found, shared, or if it's poorly documented. So at size, we're expanding data quality to encompass metadata quality by adopting the FAIR principle. So FAIR is an acronym for which stands for findable, accessible, interoperable, and reusable. Uh, this concept originally comes from the research realm, and we're trying to apply it to the industry. So two of our colleagues are working Intensive, intensively, sorry, on this topic, and you can expect to hear from them very soon. So, and as for data literacy, um, so despite the advancements in data quality automation and the supportive role of AI, people will remain central to the success of a data quality program. There again, you may want to adopt a, a multi-thread approach to your program, combining traditional face-to-face -face training, typically for train the trainer kind of programs and also online educational material to ensure scalability. So I guess the future of data literacy will feature more adoption of gamification, so game-based learning, 
we have experimented this approach by incorporating a quiz into one of our trainings. So we basically let the participants know at the very beginning of the session that there will be a quiz in the end. And we have noticed uh, that they actually do pay more attention. So it kind of spice up the session and better engage participants, uh, particularly when in content that might initially be perceived as a bit as a bit dull. So the future of data literacy will also feature more active engagement on enterprise social network to boost the visibility of your program and to better advocate uh, data quality at scale. Yeah, very important aspects that both of you have mentioned. The whole, you know, this is a wonderful time to be doing, you know, data quality because there's so much that has happened in the area of AI and, and gamification and some of these key things that you've, be, you've both been speaking about, which is now available that maybe if you turned the clock back, you know, 15 years or so, you know, a lot of that wouldn't have been so easily available to us. And so, uh, you know, this is a great time to be doing these types of programs for sure. Um, and it's exciting stuff. You know, way back, if people had started talking about metadata, people would have started, you know, their eyes would have rolled backwards and they'd be starting to yawn, you know. But <laughs> these days, I mean, with some of those capabilities around, uh, metadata becomes a, a fascinating area uh, and, and that, an area that, that everyone really wants to start getting their, um, their, their fingers into that. Uh, so, uh, yeah, from what you both said, it sounds like the, the timing is perfect uh, to move forward in some of those areas. So I'm excited for you both. Um, if we step back from all of this, though, and just, just reflect on everything we've been discussing so far in this interview, if you were to kind of distill it down to the, the one key takeaway that you'd like to leave with our, with our viewers. What, how, would you, how would you put that across? Yeah, so we, we may have had a peculiar approach to the uh, implementation of a data quality program by focusing on the tool first. I may not necessarily recommend to begin such a program from the tooling part. People and process may be an easier starting point in your organization. But I definitely recommend to invest in the development of an in-house data quality toolkit, not only because it's fun and it's a great adventure, but also it will pay off in the end. What we realized discussing at uh, different various conferences is that even if you buy from a vendor, you, you end up having to develop on top of it most of the time anyway. Yeah, and for my side, I think, um, yeah, we hear everywhere people say that Data is essential uh, for, for business uh, now and in the future. Good data quality is essential. Um, but just everybody saying this is still not enough. We are not there yet in the bright future. It still requires a lot of hard work and a systematic approach uh, to get where really data is essential and good data quality uh, can be reached. Yeah, I think that's such an important point um, that it's not, it's, it, we're not at a point where we can just hit a button and it, magic happens and everything's done. It does require work and commitment uh, and, and you, know, you know, the evangelizing, et cetera, that, that uh, you mentioned uh, earlier, Regis, I think is, is such an important point uh, as well to, to carry an organization into the future. People need to be inspired and stirred to action 
to uh, to move forward. Um, but certainly getting a, a, a really great foundation in terms of your toolkit um, and getting that in place so that it works, you know, and and it it uh, uh, addresses all of the complexities in the organization is absolutely foundational. Uh, it, it's no good inspiring everyone and then you don't have the tools in place. So, you know, to your point, Regis, you know, in terms of where do you start in terms of your three pillars, I think you guys have taken a great approach uh, in terms of getting the, the tools in place first and then building in the, the rest. So I, I just want to congratulate uh, both of you in terms of, uh, you know, a really great approach for your organization and wish you all the best uh, going forward. And perhaps in uh, in time to come, you can come back and, and give us some more updates on the progress that you're making in some of the other areas. Definitely. Thank, thank you, Derek, for having us. It was a, a real pleasure. Okay. Yeah, thank you also from my side.